Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. Before I start, I just want to make it perfectly clear that I'm not some high and mighty anti-alcohol person who thinks you should all give up alcohol the same way I have. All I'm here to do is to share my personal experience with it, but we're all different, so what suits me may not suit you. No judgment from me whatsoever. To give you some context, I used to be a heavy weekend drinker, and I never really liked the taste of alcohol. I was really just drinking to get drunk back then, and I started pretty young too, unfortunately. I was playing with fake IDs from when I was about 16, and from that point on, just started partying pretty heavily. And when I see 16-year-olds now and, and how young they look, I'm just like, oh man, it's just so ridiculous that I started that early. But that's my reality. I, I did it. I remember when I was around 19, 20, and I'd been drinking and partying just every single Friday and Saturday night for so long that I just couldn't even comprehend what people would actually do with their nights if they weren't out drinking. It's like, how could people waste this opportunity for a great night out? And what would they do instead? Like stay home and watch a movie? How boring, I used to think. At that stage, my hangovers only lasted for a few hours in the morning. But as most of you will know, as we get older, they get much worse. And by my mid-twenties, I would often go out and just the whole next day would be a write-off. And sometimes just dragging myself out of bed at 6pm on a Saturday, just in time to do it all over again. But by the time I hit 30, there was no doing it all over again. It was one big night out and then just feeling like crap for two days afterwards. Around the same time, my hangovers became just completely unbearable. My coffee pot business started to get some traction and I needed to increase my productivity and just couldn't afford to have a whole day or two written off. And so I needed to start winding back my nights out. And instead of going out, I started staying home on Friday and Saturday nights to catch up on admin work, which also meant I gained the whole next day as well because I didn't feel like crap. So it was actually a double win for productivity. Besides the productivity gain, I felt like I was ready for it anyway, to be honest. I'd been partying pretty hard for 15 plus years and everything was just sort of starting to feel repetitive and not, much as, not as much fun as it used to be. And also when I started reflecting back on it, all of my biggest regrets over those 15 years were alcohol related. You know the types of regrets, like saying something stupid I shouldn't have, which ruined friendships and relationships physically hurting myself in some cases, or getting into trouble with the law. And for me, it just felt like I reached this point where the negatives of drinking alcohol were starting to outweigh the positives. Since then, I've had a lot of conversations with people about this. And from what I've observed, a lot of people feel a similar way. And the biggest negative, according to most people I've spoken with, is that alcohol is a big factor in breaking positive lifestyle habits. And many of these people have either wanted to drink less or stop drinking altogether, but somehow just keep on ending up in the same position again, which is usually horribly hungover. After digging deeper into this with people, I find that boredom is often one of the core reasons for drinking. 
and people are often either bored with their lives or just bored with their weekend. If you can relate to this, I suggest finding something which you enjoy more than drinking, like going for a bushwalk with friends and getting some fresh air or slotting in coffee catch-ups instead of drinking catch-ups or making time for your hobbies or making time for self-development. Pick a few things that are important to you and, and plan when you want to do them and then simply prioritize these things over going out drinking. Equally important, we need to grow our willpower muscle when it comes to the peer pressure of drinking with friends. This is the next big problem. I'm sure most of you can relate to attempting to live a healthier lifestyle at some stage, which involves less drinking, only to fall off the wagon because a friend invites you out for one drink, which turns into many. To overcome this, I suggest still go out and be social with your friends, but experiment with just not even having that one drink. Don't even tempt yourself. Instead, order a coffee or a sparkling water. And by the way, when we go out, my wife drinks her sparkling water from a wine glass because it just makes her feel like a, a bit more special and it makes the experience feel like more of an occasion, which I think is a great idea. Just little hacks like this help. Something I remind myself to help reinforce this is that if I need alcohol to socialize, this reflects badly on me. Like I should have enough energy and I should be interesting enough to spend time with people while they drink and not need to actually drink myself to fit in. And for those of us with enough self-confidence and willpower to actually try this, there's always going to be a friend or two who just try and peer pressure us into drinking with them. And what's worked for me in the past is having a quick, serious moment with them, looking them in the eye and saying, I'm trying not to drink and would really appreciate if you can please support me with this and not make it any harder than it already is. And based on their response, this has actually been really valuable in working out who my true friends are those who have a positive impact on my life versus those who care about themselves more than me. And maybe you need to change your friendship group to be able to do this, which is fine. Don't ignore signals like this when deciding who to spend your time with. We want to surround ourselves with people who are going to have a positive impact on our lives, not the opposite. As mentioned in episode three, which was titled the two most powerful things my parents ever said to me, my mother once said, Toby, drugs and alcohol provide synthetic happiness. Your goal in life is to find true happiness. I'm not saying don't do those things, just don't look for happiness there. And even though this didn't really mean much to me at the time when I was a teenager, I think this has actually had a really profound influence on my life because I never forgot it. And now I find myself actually following this advice. Yes, my life is more boring than a lot of my friends, but I honestly feel like this forces me to seek out more of the things in life which provide true happiness, like spending intentional quality time with my family. And just to be clear on this, there's a big difference between quality time that we're intentional about versus just spending time in the same room together. And other things like listening to an audiobook while walking along the beach, which is just one of my favorite things in the entire world to do. So, what's right for you? I don't know. I'm in no position to answer that. But what I do know is that many of us live our lives on autopilot, as in whatever we've done in the past, 
we continue to do into the future because it's what we know. All I can suggest is that you become more intentional about your decision making and don't just let previous habits dictate your future. With every choice that I make, I try and ask myself, am I about to do this because I really want to? Or is this just my unconscious mind nudging me out of habit? It's called conscious decision making, which may actually sound a bit silly because you may think that all decisions are conscious, but they're not. Up to 90% of our decision making is unconscious, which means that most of our life is driven by habits. And weigh it up holistically, as in how this impacts every part of my life. Is the few hours of fun worth the wasted time hungover? How often do I feel regret after a big night out? And just any other questions that are relevant to you. And after some conscious thinking time, if you decide that drinking alcohol is right for you, if you're having fun, you're enjoying it, it's worth it, then just do it without any guilt. But if you start to feel like it's not worth it, then maybe it's time to do something about it. Okay, be well and we'll chat again in two weeks.